well, you think you're going to ruin the chance for good content. You're not going to ruin football talk this morning. (laughs) What's up, everybody? (laughs) Welcome to Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. Oh, my goodness. I am Billy. Oh, my goodness. I'm Steve. But listen, the funny part about why I'm laughing so hard is the look (laughs) on your face. It's like you're like a kid in a candy store. You were like... (laughs) It's so funny, too, because you're like, come over. I got a meeting after. I'm like, yeah, I got to be done out of here early, too, so let's right. get right to it. Right. You're like, I have a surprise. I'm like, all right, just give me a heads up. You come in here with <laughs> politics the first 10 minutes, zero, nada. Listen, what so- What are we? This is 119, I think? Is it? Oh, man, that's a beautiful number. I got to pay attention to, uh, to so, these things. So let's um, let's do this, right? Let me see here. Yeah, go, go. I'm trying well, to find the- I, w- I want you to make sure you set the timer up because I, I know there's two. 18. Okay, yeah. So this is episode 119. Yeah, 10 minutes is on right now. Okay, cool. So um, I think that, well, forget it. I don't care. Listen, I got to ask you a question. Yeah, man. Now, listen, I, we're going to talk a lot of football. I know we are because I have so many questions. And you know what's cool about having you around is that before you, I had no one to talk to about football, specifically, like, things that I had in my mind. Like, I, I, I would think things, and I have mm-hmm. no one to, like, an outlet for it. I got and you. I feel like I have, like, a damn, not a damn arena, but a Dan Libertard on hand so I can come and say, okay. Uh, my hair's longer <laughs> and my beard's not shaved. Otherwise, I would have been like, hold on a second. Are you telling me I look like Libertard? No, well, yeah, I, I am telling you you look like Libertard. But at least I have that around, so yeah. I feel good about that. But anyway, I need to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Did you... uh how old is Liam? 13? Yes. Okay. So, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I started teaching Nathan and Sarah how to drive at 13. Okay. Did I ever tell you that? Um, maybe, because I know Amy's mom had her, like, to the you know 7-Eleven and back down the street and back, you know, when she was like 13, 14, 15, so, around there. So, she started driving really early, yeah, right? Some, yeah, along those lines. Okay. Yeah. So, my my quick story in my life is that... I, I got my, my permit when I was 15, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad started letting me drive. We had a minivan. Yeah. And my dad started teaching me how to drive in a minivan. One day, coming back from church, I made a left turn way too fast, yeah. right? I mean, like, way too fast. Okay, and, I gotcha. <laughs> and that dude just yelled at me, told me, get out the car. I, I'm not even convinced if he let me drive, ride home with the rest of the family. <laughs> That's how, that's how oh, upset man. he was, right? That's hilarious. And that's the last time that I remember learning how to drive with my dad. Okay. Think about that for a second. I still had to get my driver's license. You know, I'm still I'm 15 years old. I still got my driver's license. I don't even know how I got my driver's license. Yeah. But I learned how to drive on my own after that. And that's uh, interesting. That, it's terrible. It's a terrible experience. And and listen, I was a terrible driver. Okay. With a capital T. <laughs> until, <laughs> until like my early twenties, maybe twenty twenty one. You know right. what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, I mean, I, my my driving record is riddled with tickets, you know, and uh, and accidents and stuff, and all because I had to learn on my own. So I was, I was. That I makes was, sense. It does make sense, right? But I was committed to the fact that if I had kids, that that wasn't going to happen. That was going to give them hours behind the wheel with me talking to them and walking them through it, so that to make sure that they won't end up like I did. So I, I think I did a pretty decent job with Nathan and Sarah. In comes Micah. First <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Sorry if that <laughs> was loud in your ears because I can already guess how this is going to go. Well, no, well, not so much. I, I know that I started to teach him also, but instead of 13, it was like 15 over here. Yeah. And it was a terrible experience. I first, it, may, it may have even been 16. It was a terrible experience. He never wanted to ride with me again and uh, never wanted to drive with me again. To this point, he's got multiple friends who have the driver's license, who have their own cars. Oh, we've, yeah. And and it's like, and he just got his license. Like, what the heck, man? You know, his permit, it's like, what the heck? So yesterday, I was like, that's it. I'm teaching this guy how to drive. I need to tap it down a little bit. And so I got him in the car, and I said, okay, here are the game, here are the ground rules. You know, A, don't talk at all. No, no side conversation, no nothing. Starting off on a good foot. <laughs> Are you seriously joking? I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not. It's needed. You're right? not wrong, but knowing how Micah is, you're already behind the eight ball. Well, listen. Here's the thing. Because the last time when we were together, what the problem that we were having is that everything I was saying, he was commenting back, and I was starting to get frustrated, you know, and he it's, was getting frustrated. So it was mounting. You're trying to you're trying to tell the the pot maker, bro. The handle goes here. <laughs> like, no, dude. <laughs> no, I'm telling he you. He was trying to tell. That's what I'm saying. Okay, like, yeah. No, bro. Th- I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. Okay. You've never driven. Right. I've teached two kids right. and have been driving for thirty plus yeah, years. Plus you stop and listen that's what your job is right now is to stop and listen so I'm like listen so no talking number one and number two I'm asking you I'm asking your forgiveness in advance because I don't want to die I don't want to get into an accident and so if I yell or I have him very intense at any moment don't take it personally it's just for the safety of you me the car you know whatever Hmm. and uh, so those are the ground rules they say we're good we're good okay and then and so dude man I we drove for like about an hour yesterday. And then I said, okay, from now on, because I drive him to and from the bus stop. I said, yeah. from now on, I, you're driving to and from the bus stop. You know, once we got the basics down, now you're driving to and from the bus stop. Because I really want him to start driving. This is his senior year, you know. So he, hold on. So he has his permit. He right. Did, but he hasn't even tried to learn to drive. He hasn't even tried to drive. To drive gotcha. Right? And I'm like, I'm forcing the issue because I can't have no, it, man. You have, listen, I'm with it's you very 100%. You have to. Yeah, like I said, siding up with Liam and playing flag football. He wants to play but doesn't want to play. I'm not going to force him to play tackle, but you are, I'm forcing you to play flag football. Right. You want to play football. You like playing football, so you're going to play. You know what I'm, saying? I'm not making you something you don't want to do. You do want to do it. You're just lazy. So, no, I'm making you do it. You have no say. So, until you age out of this program, right. this season, next season, you're going. No Spe- questions speaking asked. Speaking of which, how's he doing? He's doing all right. He, um... We're 0-2 with three games rained out. We lost to one by a touchdown. I think both by a touchdown. Um, he quarterbacked one. Then he oh, hurt- he did? Yeah. He How qu- was that? He was doing pretty good. He hurt his shoulder the next one, so he didn't quarterback. But he, ended up- he received for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're – Hold on a second. There's two different leagues, right? That he's playing on? Yeah, he plays at school, and, how, and then he plays around the corner. So the one around the corner is the one that's 0-2? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not overly concerned. Like, I told the kids, because we uh, – the guys – remember I told you I was in here ranting about how these coaches coach. Not mm-hmm. my style. Kumbaya, you know, <laughs> yes, coach. Like, the respect thing. Like, shut up. Right. We got to coach football. Uh-huh. I don't care if you yes, coach me. Acknowledge what I'm talking to you, then get to the line of scrimmage. I don't care about this. I'm not power tripping on 12-year-olds. So they ended up leaving. They 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 both quit. Took their kids with him. We had another kid drop out because he has the ste- the season started a month late. Okay. So they had other prior engagements. So they dropped off. One came back. 
the two coaches. Then another kid left because he has basketball at school five nights a week, so he had to drop off. We had a kid get injured. So now I picked up Malik and his friend. So we went from are nine. You, are you coaching it? Yeah, unfortunately okay. I am. Okay. Not unfortunately, I like it, but I had no intention to coach. I wanted to just watch Liam play football. But so we had we had nine total kids. We lost three, got back two, an injured kid came back. So we're fluctuating back and forth. But is it seven on seven? It's seven on seven. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting there, but I believe it's it's four total teams in the in the in our division, mm-hmm. and it's I think 10, 12 games. Three have already been rained out, so I'm not sure if we have makeup games or not. But there's playoffs. So I read the word playoffs with four teams. I assume one plays four, two plays three, then those two go for championship. Mm-hmm. So I have to double check. But if everybody makes the 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 playoffs, right. I'm not concerned about the season. Right. We're we going practice. to practice. This exactly. Practice. We're practicing with live competition, you know, two nights a week. We practice on Monday. Barely anybody shows up. They all show up for the games. So I can't sit kids who don't show up for practice because no one showed up for practice, right. which I would love to say, listen, you didn't show up. You don't play tonight. I don't care your parents paid however much money. We have an obligation to the team, but it's overlapping schedules now. So we're going to treat the season like practice. We had makeshift plays the first two games, first couple of practices. Now we have a set set play, set color coordination, all this crap. We practiced on Saturday. Very good practice. We practiced and, tonight. And people showed up. People showed up. Yeah, so is Monday the days when people don't show up? Yeah, because the thing is, well, you know, we, we have school late. We have other obligations. We have this. We have that. I work. So we did a Saturday practice. Mm-hmm. And they all showed up because, and I told them, parents, we're doing this Saturday because you guys can't make during the week. So no excuse today. I told you guys we started on Wednesday that we're going to have practice on Saturday. Saturday, so they were they were all well aware of it, and most almost all showed up except for one. No, that's good. You got you got Sometimes you got to adjust in order yeah. to you know. So I told them. So listen, right. this is what we're gonna do, and then I have one parent. She's one of these. As long as he has fun, get <laughs> no, out of here. That's why your kid's not that good. But he's young. <laughs> he plays scared. Right. He's always he's always complaining about something. This kid hit me. And I told him three times, bro. You're playing football, not tackle. You're playing football. You're running for the ball. You're gonna get bumped into. If you can't take that, you have to come off the field. Right. You know. I think one night he was crying on the sideline. So listen, How old is he? I don't know, 11, 12, whatever our age group is. I said, bro, you can't go up in the field. Why? Because you can't see with tears in your eyes, so go sit down. Until <laughs> you're done crying, then you can go, you know? Is there a dad in the picture? I don't know. Some old dude picks him up. The mom is young. She's got a few kids. She's like, I work all the time, which I get. Uh-huh. And, I, and I let her know. I let all the parents know in the brief little conversation I had with them. I am not as long as you have fun person. That's not for me. We're here to win the game. Mm-hmm. We're here to have more points than the other team. That being said, I'm not going to crap on your kid's willingness to want to play football. You have to have some level of fun to continue to be hungry to want to play. If someone comes in and just, you suck, get better, you're going to say, screw this, and never going to play again. So I'm going to be hard on the kids, but let them know they're doing good. Let's keep it moving so they don't lose the want to compete in the future. I got it. So this lady's one of these, you know, we're going to... Listen, if, there, if there's no husband in, or father in the, in there's the a, picture... Yeah, because the dude shows up yeah. he's considerably older than her, so it my guess is it's her, it's her yeah. dad, yeah. But he's a good kid. He wants to play. It's just, he's who I thought about when you talked about Micah always replying back and driving. Uh-huh. We have kids here. I'm like, okay, we should run this play. First of all, very clear, I'm the coach, you're the player, you're the right. kid. What you say make nothing. I don't, I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's going to go. Right. Some of these kids, depending on where you live in life, tell their parents what to do. I grew up not doing that. My kids don't do that. If you have something to say and want to contribute to the conversation, I'm all for it. But don't have something to say all the time. 
you don't know anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, with Micah, I just don't know if he recognizes, and I think I got to do a better job of explaining to him why people get frustrated with him. But that's on another note. Hold on, hold on. Before you spin, because we need like a couple extra minutes because I want you to listen to something that you're going to appreciate. And I think that we should go to sports. I think like I, I should do this. And so what, sport. is this sports then? No, it's not sports, but it's only going to take a couple of minutes. All right, go. And then uh, I think our first segment should be sports because I got so many questions. Dude. Let, let's go to okay, it. Okay, so. As long as we move, we yeah, can, yeah. we'll, we'll so, pick our I, today. I spoke to somebody uh, yesterday who is an avid listener and their boyfriend's an avid listener. And and she was telling me that, you know, man, dude, man, when he starts talking to me about politics, I don't understand, you know? And like, and, and finally, who, who said uh, that? The, the girl who I was talking to yesterday said, yeah. like, he's always talking, like, the things that we talk about, he talks to her, her about it, her boyfriend, yeah. and she doesn't get it. And so, and finally, a couple of days ago, she spoke to him. And he's like, dude, why don't you just tell me you don't understand? You know, I'll, I'll explain to you better. So anyway, it was a great conversation. It made me feel good. I wish you were there because I think you would have felt good, right? I was sure. Um, but uh, did, no, did I'm you saying. Tell, did you tell her I, I empathize with her? I understand her plight? No. Oh, no, no, I did. I said, no, she uh, knows. Okay, she good. She knows. Right, yeah. She said, I know. I, I tell, I'm on her side. <laughs> I got like, her back. I can hear uh, uh, Billy's tension sometime, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> when it comes to that. So anyway, it, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. Anyway, but she gave me an idea. She talked to me about something. She gave me an idea. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Let me try it. So, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, man, I hope this plays. Okay, here we go. Hey, you reached the voicemail of Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. We're interested in hearing your questions, comments, rebuttals, or any ideas you might have. But remember, Billy is the producer, so we do what he wants to do. But that said, if you leave a clear and cogent <laughs> message, we may actually play it on air. So, looking forward to hearing from you. Have a great day. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, so you laughed. I, I, man, that's not the one I wanted you to play. I, I didn't laugh. Okay, hold I, on. I thought it was funny. You had to qualify that. Hold on, hold on. Here, here's, the, here's the one I think we're going to stick with. Hold All on. All right. Thanks for calling Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. I'm Steve. Guys, we are super excited to bring you this new feature where you can interact with the show just by leaving questions, comments, and rebuttals on our voicemail. You can even leave new ideas you might have for segments of the show. But remember, I'm just a guy, and Billy's the producer, so we may not use it. But without joking aside, make sure that when you leave a message that is clear and concise. The irony of that is amazing. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Clear and concise what, what as it cuts mean? off. Oh, my goodness. My, my phone cuts off. Oh, That's so I good, though. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. questions, comments, and rebuttals on our voicemail. You can even leave new ideas you might have for segments of the show. But remember, I'm just a guy, and Billy's the producer, so we may not use it. But without talking aside, make sure that when you leave a message that is clear and concise, because if it is and it's good enough, you might hear it on the next episode. That said, our number is 954 954- Three five eight ninety forty. That's nine five four three five eight ninety forty. You guys have a great day, a great week. Can't wait to hear from you. <laughs> I mean the the I'm just a guy. He's gonna get me every time. <laughs> and you know I say it lovingly because there's 
I, you know, not to sound like a jerk, but there are, there are many times where you come in here and emphasize something that you want to do that we've been doing for like months. Right. It's like, Steve, you're just a guy, bro. You want to, hey, we got to do more video. Well, we got like 17 new videos and reels on. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Steve, you're proving me you're just a guy. Come on, man. But it's funny, it's no, funny no, that no, you it's, said that, it's, bro. It's, it's good, man. It's good, you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean. so anyway. I just want to clarify. Like, no, Steve has say in the show, 100%. No, listen, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. And I know they get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, that's But great. here's the thing. Because she gave this idea, it's like, it's not gonna hurt. You know what I'm trying to say? Let's no, try it. Because if they give, if they, if messages come through, the, the title of the show is Neighborly Discourse. Right. You know what I'm saying? The, the stuff we talk about, because we're just a couple of guys, you know, talking about what no what people, what no one is talking about, or behind closed doors, whatever they're saying is, I forgot at the moment. But yeah, we mentioned one time trying our best to get very big and have a neighborly discourse in this state or that state what do you guys talk what is your neighborly discourse like so this is a good idea where, where people are just out there talking hey man i'm thinking about this we ask you to leave comments send emails maybe this is better maybe this has a text function call voicemail yeah whatever it is just put it you don't gotta leave your name or you do you don't whatever you want and actually it does you can actually send a text so it's 954-358-9040 and listen if we leave us something and Friday we record again and there's anything good, we'll throw it up there because I'll be very interested to hear what you guys have to say. Is that say. like a Google Voice number or yeah, something? Yeah, Google Voice. That's why, and I got to apologize because I know it's, it's like, dude, I'm bothering this guy, man, while he's watching the, the Bills play. But it's like, I have this idea and I want to try it, but I couldn't get through. And it's like, oh, it's driving me crazy. Did you be able to get through? So another thing. Because about have, 20 minutes after you were texting me about that, right. I, I got this thing that came up. Like an alert on my phone. Right. Someone's trying to access your Gmail. So what? So you did get and it. And I was like, I said, what is this? You know, like, I don't know what this is. But it right. was like way after. And I'm like, do you know who this is? I'm like, no. I know before, I mean, before you text me. <laughs> oh, before. I was like, no. Okay. So I, you know, I turned it off. Okay. And then I guess you kept trying because then it came back. And right. I was like, what the hell is this? I'm like, oh, I just talked to Steve about this. So I hit, yeah, I know who this is. So whatever you were, if you were still doing something, you were able to get through. No, I wasn't able to get through. Right. And, and Sarah was gone. Gotcha. You were trying to say all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it was, it was a double whammy. You were play, you're watching football. Sarah's gone. It's like, oh. Well, it's not hard. I got the phone right there with me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah when you said it, because the original thing came up, I'm like, I don't have Gmail. So no, no one's bothering me. Get out right, of here. Leave right. me alone. And then when you text me, I was like. This might be what Steve was talking about. Right. Let me hit yes and see if he, but if by he can keep on going. I was already gone. So I created gotcha. I created another Gmail account. The best way to do yeah. it. So just to call it a day, man. Cause like That's I just, a good move. <laughs> now have that account like and subscribe right. to uh, ours. So anyway, now you got the number. Let's see what happens. And uh, So go ahead. Hit the timer for sports because I'm ready to move on. We'll yeah, throw the we numbers can, out. We can put that on the Facebook page also because they always ask, but put your business number on them. Like, we don't have a business number. Now we do. All right, sports. Sports. <laughs> so uh, I'll let you start first because you should be very happy today. I am. See how bad Miami looked yesterday? God, nothing makes me that, happy. That's than really me. where you want to start, man? I mean, come on, man. That's no, really where, I'm, where, where, where I'm going to start is <laughs> Kirk Cousins now, I believe, has 37 or 39 straight uh, games with a touchdown pass as the leader in the NFL now. Kirk Cousins has that streak going. Really? 37 or 39 consecutive games with at least one touchdown pass. Because if he'd gotten down to like the one-yard line, I guess Miami had fumbled. They got inside like the five or something. I wasn't watching. But he threw a touchdown pass to Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like – and my, you'll, you'll hear the old man talk about it all the time, how when you get down to the five, run the ball, same with me. 
But these guys want records. So you're inside the five-yard line, the one-yard line, you're throwing the ball. It's because you want a passing record. You want a bonus. You want something. Or you have bad coaching. But these guys, they just want to get their stats. Because Kirk Cousins, of all people, I think that record right now is held by Brady. Or Drew Brees, I think, holds it. Listen, I was very surprised when they gave him all that money a few years ago. Oh, I ago. think everybody was. I was, like, shocked that they gave him all that money. And, and, and actually, when you look – when you Fast forward three or four years, you still can say, "Man, was it worth giving him all that yeah, money?" Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's the kind of guy. He's not. He's. I don't think he's going to lose you a game. He's not going to elevate your guys, but he's going to make sure that you know he he has big playability. So that being said, I watched the Bills game. I was very happy. I wasn't. It wasn't what I now. It's I expected the outcome. I think Buffalo should beat Kansas City all the time. They play backyard football. They depend on their very good quarterback and the speed of their team. Their defense is not that good. It's their offense's ability to score like that. Right. To to be ha- to have nothing going on, and then boom, you get a seventy yard pass. You or you hit a guy. You, you talking about Casey? Kansas talking City. About, okay, yeah. But again, that was last year with Tyreek Hill. You give him a dumb ball, they can take it forty yards for a big play. In fact, let's pause for one second. Tyreek Hill is a beast. I I am so like I I. The Dolphins have not had a talent no. like that. No, not at all. In a very I, I, long time. I can't time. even remember the last time they actually Ricky Williams is probably the last person I can say oh, but yeah, like, was like, hold on a second. Power and you, are, you are a notch above everybody yeah. else in this position. I mean, this dude is a beast, man. Yeah. A legitimate beast. Okay. I digress. Yeah, no, go, because his speed, it's he is, it, you he know, is it's not fast just, it's not and just he's speed, quick. But he's mean. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he plays like, with an edge, bro. He, he plays Sir, with an edge. He, prob- he has that probably been told his whole life, you're too small to do anything. And instead of whimpering down and cowering behind, you know, whining about it, he decided, no, man, watch me. And and just run. He's He takes on guys. He's quick. He's a smart player. Across the board, he's fantastic. And that's what he said. Coming to Miami, it's no big deal. I need an accurate quarterback. Right. So let's say, I mean, I'm not going to say Mahomes is not that accurate. He's He's okay. For sure. But let's say two is more accurate. If you hit a guy like that running in stride, already running a 4-1, and he catches it and stays running a 4-1, it's over. you can be hard to catch. Yeah. If you have a guy running a 4-1, you got to stop, and he drops from a 4-1 to a 4-8, and has to start up again. With his ability, it's not that big of a deal, but it will cause an issue. Mm-hmm. So if he says two is very accurate, it's only going to make him better. Hit him in the run across the middle. I mean, come on. He has three guys to beat. A linebacker and two safeties, he might, he might win that. 80% of the time. 80% of the time. I, listen, I was, every time I watch him, every, I, I'm just like, wow, I've never seen a talent like this. This guy, and listen, let's be honest, I didn't watch a lot of KC. Yeah, no. You know, so I didn't know much about him no, other but than, his you know, speed is ridiculous. I'm like, oh, it's so, it's so different seeing him next to other players on the field. Yeah. You know, and he's a, you, he's one of the smallest guys on the field. You know these field. guys are fast. You know these guys are you know, you know these guys are this and then you see him run by them as if they're not even there. <laughs> and it's like, "Hold on a second. This is ridiculous." We're going back to the KC Bills game. So, for I lo- I lost my mind the first drive because it's it's becoming the Buffalo move to run a bad play and shoot themselves in the foot. They're running the ball all over Kansas City the first drive. It's not even close. It's not even it's like the defense isn't even on the t- on the field. Mm-hmm. They're running all over short dump offs middle passes you know they're moving easily which is buffalo's i've not seen except for the heat in miami which again is my my biggest contributor is the is the weather down here for the bills game for the bills loss because miami's played the same style against everybody else and has barely won or lost buffalo 100 which i thought was gonna happen yesterday with minnesota 
I thought they were going to be crushed by that heat. Mm-hmm. But you know it happened. It was it was a, it was a decent day. It was it was, it was not, yeah. we had we had the pool out yesterday. Yeah. TVs on the back. We had people over. It was a good day yesterday. But they're marching down the field, no questions asked. And here and I'm waiting. I'm sitting thinking to myself, where's the dumb play? It's got to be here soon. Sure enough, fake handoff, turning lateral. McKenzie's not ready for it. Fumble at the, at the seven yard line. Like what? The like heck? what are you doing? Yeah, you run the ball down the whole field. With no problems at all, which I always believed they could do. Oh, we need to get Christian McCaffrey. We need Shaquan Barkley. No, you don't. You need to run the ball with the guys you already have. Right. You know I, what I mean? I, I was surprised how well they ran oh, the ball yesterday. I'm not because Singletary can run. He's not biggest. He's not this. He doesn't fumble. I think he's fumbled one time in like three years. Like he's a very good running back. Mm-hmm. They just don't run the ball. And it drives me crazy. You want to know what drove me crazy? What's that? When at the end of the game, when, um, um, Josh Allen hurdled that guy. I, I, it's like, I don't under, I don't think he understands his value to the team. I, you know, I, can, I argue can, this all the listen, time. Listen, he's like what, two seventy, two eighty. Yeah. So just this, okay. So you saw that player, you think, oh, that's awesome, right? But let's look at it from a different perspective. Some people do. I think like, oh yeah, oh, come I, on, bro. I, I cringe, right? But let's think about this for a second. He's up in the air, two hundred and eighty pounds. All the guy, the guy doesn't even have to hit him. Just, I mean, hit him hard. All you got to do is make him Land trip, awkwardly. Right? And land on his shoulder. Yeah. All that weight. So that 280 pounds, when you, when you factor in his, his elevation yeah. coming down, Listen, it's probably like it a, happens, 500 pounds. It happened to Kelsey on a play, on a back shoulder. He went to go down and get he laid, The way he landed in the end zone, boom, got up. His shoulder was dangling. Mm-hmm. He ended up losing it back up and getting back in the game. But even your quarterback goes out for two plays. Look what happened with with against Buffalo with Teddy with, with yeah. uh, Bridgewater. Right, he comes in for one play for one series, gets sacked three three uh, two out of three times, get a punt of the way. Right, it's a game he changer. Lost him, right. So when I watch that, the, I it bothers me. But again, these guys are in the NFL for a reason. They they did they are going a hundred percent no matter what. And even though I wanted to not do that, I wanted to get out of bounds, not leap somebody. He leaped, got the first Listen, down. Listen, there was another play earlier in the game where he— On the sideline. On the sideline. Yeah. And it's like, go out of bounds. He lowered, it's he like, got split yeah, sideways. It's like, what, yeah, man. what are you doing, man? Maybe he needs it. Maybe that jolt allows him to get loose. I don't know. But, he, but that, was, that was in the second half. I know. I mean, come I, on, I, man. I watched the same thing. And <clears throat> I was telling the old man, we were watching this, so, you know, I, I don't like that stuff, but tell me a guy— Who's ju- who jumps over somebody who hasn't immediately fallen down when he lands. Right. They all do. Josh Allen's the second time, but he doesn't fall down. He he sticks to landing and can keep going. It's bothersome because he is that strong. He is that big, that athletic. He can do that, and there's no real repercussion until there is. Until there is. And that's, you know. But, but when there is, it's the, gonna, the it, season could be gone. That's, oh. the, that, that's the problem. Like, I look at Buffalo, it's like, crap. This, on both sides of the ball, they are legitimate contenders. Yeah. But there's no depth when it comes to quarterback. No. I don't know how comfortable you feel no. about being able to no. continue to move this team Not in the right like direction. That. No, because when, when all else fails, his ability to run the ball, to make that play, keeps the drive alive. But, so, but listen, but he didn't even need to. Both plays that we just talked about, yeah. fine, you ran them, you ran them. But the way they ended didn't have to end that way. And no. it still would have been a positive No, I got you. But run. I'm trying it's – Again, it's hit or miss. It's what certain again. It sets the next play. I don't know, but when he when he runs, it gets me a bit nervous. If it's you no know, five, six, seven times a game, okay, I get it, but not where it's like again they're up by twenty points and one. I think in Baltimore, he's running and out like a, a wheel route. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're up by twenty points. Hand the ball to your running back. Get in your secondary guy. You know Zach Moss or Cook. Don't beat Singletary. Don't run with your star quarterback. 
I, it just I get you there to win the game, but you're not. But the game is pretty much won by twenty points in you know five minutes left you, in the fourth quarter. You hit to win the Super Bowl. That's what yeah, you like to do. You're saying, yeah. That's why I was telling people, oh, they they messed this up. They scored. I said, listen. I got 18 games to worry about. This is just one. I'm not concerned about this. So let's talk about the second best team in, in football right now. The second best team? Right. Who, Philadelphia? Yeah, what do you think? I didn't watch the game last night. I fell oh, so asleep. You have no, okay. But I um, did I pick, I think I picked Philadelphia. We do our family bets. I think I picked Philly. Because they're playing in Philadelphia, they're playing in Dallas, I would have picked Dallas. Okay. Dallas's defense, to me, is better. So now, I think you asked me last week, you know, why is Philly doing so good? They play in a bad division. And they're playing really good football. Really good defense. Yeah, so you look at Dallas. Is Dallas a fake 4-2, and two, whatever they were, because they, they've won three straight? Or they, did they happen to play weak teams and Cooper Rush wasn't doing anything he had to do to be a superstar? He was just game managing. So and here, defense was handling bad teams. So here's what's interesting. So Let me look up and see who they played the last three weeks. And I'll answer my own okay, question. Okay, so here's what's interesting about that question you just asked. And because it's it's almost like we're saying it's, it's a binary decision. It's either Philadelphia is good, or uh, and, and Cooper Rush is bad, or Cooper Rush is just uh, is good and Philadelphia is bad. Yeah. And wh- I don't know if it, why can't it be both. And what I mean it by that, it can be both. And I think you saw it last night right. by the margin of victory. Right, they won by two touchdowns at least. I believe like twenty six to fourteen three, or but, something. But Cooper Cuff- uh, Cooper Rush had three interceptions yeah. as well. Yeah. Good defense. Again, right. so so they, they lost to Tampa Bay. They beat Cincinnati, which is a suspect good team, in my opinion, anyway. They beat the Giants, which it's a to me another one. The Giants are four, I think four and one. They're now. five and one now. Five I think. and one, okay. They're again, I'm not trusting that record, but <laughs> it's their record. You know what I mean? So Okay. They beat Washington, who was horrible. They beat the Rams, who weren't good either. So now you so now you go and off. play off. you go and play a number one team who's solid on both sides of the ball, undefeated, and you lose seventeen to twenty six. That's you know you're playing a better team, and your quarterback who's playing in suspect defenses doesn't really have to do much. So, so he, he had to do much last night, and like you said, three interceptions. So here's what's interesting. So it, there's no doubt that Philadelphia is playing a, a very good brand of defense. I'm just talking about the defensive yeah. side. So there's a very good possibility that Cooper Rush hasn't seen this type of defense. Because, you know, they for always sure. scheme for you. Yeah. Once they get enough tape on you, they know how to come after you, right? Exactly. But if he was the starter, these types of games, okay, you had this game. We, we realize how they got you. They stay, And so here we're going we're gonna to scheme around that so the next team doesn't get you, right? But because he's not a starter – He'll never get that opportunity. He won't get the opportunity to develop into something better. Yeah. And 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 I'm I'm saying that to tell you this. I watched Coach JB again, mm-hmm. and in he was having an argument with the host, and the host said, "Because Co- uh, this guy is high on yeah. Cooper on Cooper Rush, and it's like, and the, and the host was like, man, get out of here with that nonsense. There's no way that you're gonna tell me that Cooper Rush is better than um, um Dak. that that Dak." And he and and passer wise, I would say. He and he said, sure. he said, hold on a second, hold on a second. And this is Cooper, this is JB said, hold on a second. You're mixing up the words. I'm not saying that Cooper Rush is more talented than Dak. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm telling you that he's a better quarterback than Dak. And yeah. in this league, you you know, you need quarterbacks to win games. And so I and when he said that, I was like, you know, it was like, wow. No, I agree. I understand, you know. Cooper and, Cooper Rush throws a very good pass. Dak. When he comes back, watches games. He is, 
he throws to the feet, a, tw- a 10 yard in, 20 yard in, it is behind the receiver or to his feet 80% of the time. He has a good deep ball like most quarterbacks do. You just got to throw it far enough where your guy can go get it. It's the five-yard outs, the five-yard ins where you got to hit guys in stride where you can see if a quarterback is good or not. And when these guys got to stop and turn, oh, 35-yard play. No, it should have been a 60-yard play. Had you hit him in stride, him in stride right. he would have kept going. Now, it's, it's you got a pocket, you got to step up, this, that, and the other. 100 variables for sure. But the good quarterbacks almost always throw their guys open, almost always make that play. But listen, you're talking about passing ability. I think JB was talking about quarterbacking ability. Reading the defense. Reading is a the big, defense. It's a big deal as well, yeah. Uh, climbing the pocket, um, going through your progressions. I think that that's what he was talking about, yeah. that this guy actually understands football. And 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 J and not JB, but uh, Dak is not to say he doesn't understand football, but he doesn't play the position as well as he should play the position with the talent level that he has. Yeah, like if with that talent level, if he played quarterback like a quarterback is supposed to be played, he would be off the charts. But he's not playing it that way. Yeah, and 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 consequently, the Dallas Cowboys can't be as good as they could be. No, I agree with that. that. I agree with that. So, so looking at Philadelphia here, Philadelphia beat. The J- beat Detroit, right? Losing record, beat Minnesota, four and one or five and one now. Beat you know mm-hmm. Washington, losing record, beat Washington, beat Jacksonville. Not how solid they are. They're they're playing in weak division also. Beat Arizona, not good, and beat Dallas last night. So Philadelphia is doing what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to beat bad teams. So now I look at are they for real or not for real? They beat. Minnesota, 24-7. to That's a good team and beat them handily. Mm-hmm. That's a good win. Bad team, Washington, beat them 24-8. to You're not supposed to beat the bad teams 21-19. We said 24-8. Spo- yeah, you're okay. supposed to crush them. Right. They beat, They you know, they did a good job with that. Jacksonville, 29-21. to Jacksonville has a good offense, okay defense, but they're still young, new court, they're coach, they're, all they're that up stuff. And coming, up and coming. My opinion, Arizona's not good. They get lucky at times when, when what's-the-name starts running the ball. Who did but, Arizona play yesterday? Uh, they played. Oh, Seattle. Seattle yeah. whipped them, right? I believe they did. Yeah, I think Seattle took took it to them. I think so. Th- that that I mean, Arizona. Like I am, I want to tell you that I feel bad for Arizona, but man, I don't feel bad for Arizona because they had an opportunity. They yeah, Seattle, walked away. nineteen to nine. They they could have walked away from that. I wonder all these people who were who were. I mean, it was uh, Warren Moon came out. Warren Moon was like. Um, bro, it's so racist that they put his contract stipulation that he has to study more. Uh-huh. Well, look around. He's not a good quarterback. He needs to study more. He relies on his speed, and he's— He's he, letting Geno Smith, who's been a backup for— forever. Basically, he's been a career backup, yeah. you know, even though he came out in the first round. But he's a career backup, yeah. and he's letting him put foot to him. I mean, that's not even— I mean, Geno Smith's looking good. He has his bad moments where and even now I'll say, oh, that's why it's Geno Smith. I'll, get, I'll jump on him for doing something bad as opposed to the good stuff. But he's he looks comfortable again. The two the two touchdowns of Lockett last week were as beautiful plays I've ever seen. He still makes that. And here's the thing: because he's a career backup, because he has these silly plays, he makes the Geno play. Baker Mayfield, oh Baker Mayfield, still Baker Mayfield. No matter how good matter, they do, yeah, that one mistake, you're like, oh, that's the, the guy. Mean, you know, they, the mean. and it sucks. Listen, but, speaking of that nice pass, that pass by Josh Allen to the Knox tight end. Oh man, beautiful. Oh my goodness, on man. a rope that, that was, ball was there. That, I mean. I mean, we're talking inches. You saw the guy jump. Oh, oh my was. goodness. I don't even As, know if it was inches, man. We saw it, and the old man is sitting next to me. He's like, game of inches, man. I said, oh, my yeah. goodness. that guy was going into his jump. Yeah. You know, one second sooner, yeah. it might have it hit it. But, bro, it was that, I, I, the game was exciting. I got pissed off from the very, very, very 
obviously tripped Josh Allen. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you, you're you're being yeah. pushed into it, but yeah. you extend your leg. You can't help but point your toe in the air. You know, and it? the guy's toe was directly up. Right. Like, That's and I'm, I stood up, started screaming, trip, trip, trip. You know, and I was like, we talking about? So watch the fucking replay. He tripped him. Listen, you know what's interesting about that? It's one of the few be- times before, I get animated before that. Before that call happened. Yeah. Or no, it was. I can't remember now, but I remember that there was a call where Casey ran the ball and the guy got tackled what appeared to be right at the line of, right at the um, um first down marker yeah. right and 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 when he hit the ground he fumbled the ball when it came they moved the ball back I saw that and I was like how the heck man I mean this yeah. is obvious right but listen when they did the replay and you saw where his knee was and where the ball was I was like, wow, man. Yeah. These officials, man, they're, they're actually, we're, we're not giving them any credit, man, because they got yeah. it right. Because and then, some, they, and then they did that. <laughs> some, of the, some of the calls they make, right. yeah, it's like, wow, how'd you see how'd that? How'd you see that, right? You have to, my guess is you have to kind of, you've done it for so long. You have to know if a guy is running forward and you see his knee hit or wherever the ball is, you have to know I'm automatically taking back six inches right. because that has to be the length of the ball or something. Right. Then you go from there. And if there's a wiggle room a few inches, Odds are they're not going to challenge it or adjust the play. But a friend of mine, he, he texted a group last night. He goes, if they can call down for a guy who got a, a, his head hit three plays earlier and pull him out of the game, why can't the refs call down and say, yeah, man, that was a tripping. Everybody saw it. Where is Because that's a drive ender. They had to punt the ball away. Listen, I'm telling you. like, Bro, I lost my brain. And, and I just, was, just I was like very were, unhappy with that situation. Just like you were saying situation. with Geno Smith, like, you know, the goods and the bad. That's how I felt just now. It's like, wow, that was a great. Man, how'd you miss that? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, you, you caught this, which is to me, is like, how'd you catch it? And this one that was obvious, you didn't catch it. So I don't know. Yeah. But listen, last thing before we get out of football. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay. I mean, if so, we do our picks like I said. If they were playing in New York, I would have picked the Jets to beat them. I would have because Jets, the Jets, uh, Wilson's coming along. He's not there yet, but he's consistent. He's getting better. Right. They have great young players they around do. them. They do. And I the defense, it's, it's the same group of guys for the most part with the same defensive coaching staff for two years now. Uh, Robert Sala is the guy who had 49ers. in the 49ers. And what I think people people forget about this. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, has been in the Super Bowl twice. I think he's been there twice with that San Francisco defense. They lost to Kansas City, and they lost. Oh well, not with Garopp, because the other time they went to the Super Bowl was with. Uh, no, I, I, I want to look and see because I, I think maybe the championship game because the Rams got there last year, but Garoppolo was right was in the championship game. But the defense, the defense. You know, couldn't contend last year. They they shut down Green Bay a couple years ago or last season. Anyway, short story long. The the Robert Sala's defense is very good. It takes time. It's kind of like, from what I understand, reading reports and whatnot, it's like the um, New England offense. You don't just get it. It takes time. Right. So when you yeah. So when you keep going and putting and and all of a sudden you keep going, you're the same group of guys, the same nucleus. A second year, you're learning more and more about it. That sounds all of a sudden you're like Miami Heat defense. Yeah, you're like damn. You look at this off the streets and learn the Miami Heat defense. So that that makes sense. Okay. So let's switch gears as you're looking for that. Mm. Hold on. Can 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 I grab this topic and keep it open, making an open topic and and in politics? Okay. I sent you a. Uh, a text. This is open topic. This is open topic. Right. I sent you a text about. I sent you a text about um, Kanye West. Did you look in? Did you look into it at all? Probably not. Did you? Do you remember the text? Kind of. 
the v, J, J, JP Morgan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They shut his bank accounts down. They, they cut ties with him. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I, okay. <laughs> Listen, you laugh at that, right? But I'm telling you, what, what a, we, have, we have come to a place where I, don't, I, I literally believe that we could be very well be in the brink of war. Mm-hmm. And I mean like a civil war. Okay. I, I don't understand how we can even sit in our seats and be quiet about this and like, hold on a second. You're telling me that th- th- there's a possibility that you can shut down my bank account? 2015 and 2017. Garoppolo has been the two Super Bowls for sure. Really? I knew, I knew, yeah, because- who, who he played the second time? I don't know. So you're asking me all these questions. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just a regular guy here right now. But no, but again, just just to say, because he's that defense, he's he's got a very good defense around him. Man, I don't even remember the second time. Oh, maybe it might have been, okay, it, he he got there part of New England. So Oh, when he was with New yeah, England. Yeah, I oh, thought, okay. so maybe I was thinking, okay, two NFC championships game, uh, two NFC championship game, and a Super Bowl Garoppolo's been to. So he's not a bad quarterback. He's a manager who needs a fantastic defense and good players around him, and he won't make that bad mistake. The problem is he won't send you over the top. But, yeah, so he's a serviceable guy. But the point of that was the defense. Okay. They got Jimmy Garoppolo to two NFC Championship games, a Super Bowl, and I mean, they shut down top offenses, all-time quarterbacks. So if the Jets stick with that defense, they could, they could be a problem. They be, they, 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 I saw them firsthand, and I'm going to tell you yeah. they're going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem, sure. yeah, yeah. But anyway, going back to what I was saying about, uh, yes. dude, they're playing around with our money now. That This is this is really, really serious. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about what happened with PayPal. Well, hold on. Yeah. Let's, let's back up. Before that, I was talking to you about Andrew Tate, who said that it, – it, Talk about uh, a synchronated effort by uh, by internet accounts, businesses in one week, and this this dude is worth tens of millions of dollars, like in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. In one week, he got shut down by everybody, and the thing that surprised me about it was that he also got shut down by Visa and Stripe, which is his his uh, his processors. I was like, what? Now again, if you listen to what Andrew Tate says, nothing about what he says is. Over the top to the point, first of all, even if it was over the top, short of saying nuclear war, you have, you know, leave your hand, take your hands off his money. But nothing he said was so over the top, so egregious where you can say we're going to shut him down and he shut him down. So that's that's the first thing. Then a couple of weeks later, we just last week or the week before that, we told you PayPal actually drafted a document that said that if you say anything mean, and I, you know, I'm just, I, yeah, I, if you I'm marginalizing any, it. We're going to find you. You say anything mean, they can find you up to twenty five hundred dollars, two five that's zero a, that's zero a, that's zero. A, a decent month income for an average family. Twenty five hundred dollars, know? they yeah. can find you. Mm-hmm. They just take it out of your account, not because you broke any legal laws, but because they weren't happy with what you said. And then the last thing I'm going to say is what just happened just now with uh, uh, with um, Kanye West, where they said, like, you know, we're not happy with the actions that you're doing, so therefore you got X amount of time to get your money out of our bank. Yeah, that is, I, I, I if we don't see this as an existential threat. 
to our way of living, to life as we know it. We, we are sleeping and whatever whatever happens next, we deserve it. Because this is so like extreme. And, and here's what's funny. We were talking about ESG months ago when Jeff was here, right? And Jeff was like cracking jokes on us like, you know, we're clowns for talking about ESG, right? I mean, bro. But I mean, it's like. Not only is it obvious, it's standing in your face with a big smile on its, on, like in, with a big cheat, with a big, uh, with a Kool-Aid grin yeah, yeah, holding yeah. a balloon and a sign that says, hi, I'm right here. I'm right here. And people are like, well, what is this ESG you're talking about? Bro, it's right here. They kicked off. Uh, Tesla off the S&P 500 for being quote-unquote racist because he wants to buy Twitter to open up normal conversation. Um, they, they kicked, um, again, Andrew Tate off for being misogynistic just in a roundabout way of saying women prefer the, the asshole to the nice guy, which everybody knows is the truth, so to speak. When you ask a girl, like, her best friend is the nice guy, but she's always after the jerk. It's stereotypical, but for the most part, stereotypes exist for a reason. It's It's been truth long enough to be considered obvious without any context. Yes, you're wrong sometimes, but that's what it's about. So Andrew Tate's misogynistic to other, to however you want to, uh, to your ears, per se. Mm-hmm. To me, he's a little over the top, but I understand where he's coming from. Uh, Kanye, he's like, yo, these people are nuts. My wife, she likes Clinton's too much. Trump's not wrong. These people are whatever. Hey, man, you got, we got to stop with your bank account. You got to stop that. On um, PayPal, you know, you, you say, well, we don't want you to hear. We're going to fine you. And I found, I, I'm going to post a meme. I haven't gotten it out yet. It's uh, the people who think men can get pregnant are seriously uh, worried about misinformation on Twitter. You put that on. Uh, Did I put it out? On, uh, I put it on one of them. Truth. Truth. Put on truth. Yeah, I interact. I actually sent an email yeah. to uh, Gabbard yesterday uh, on Truth Social. I yeah. talked about that. Uh, but that, but that's what it is. Like, so they're saying misinformation. They're gonna find you if you say, "Hey, man, you know, I think there was something shady with elections. Or there's something shady with this. You know, they're gonna find you for that." But these people out there telling you, "No, a man, a man, uh, a woman, a man can get pregnant." Like, what's a, an opinion? Both are opinions. Both are subject to ridicule, I guess you can say. One could or could not be disproven, the voting. One is a guarantee can never happen. But you'll get in trouble for talking about voting, not some idiot saying, no, men can, men can get pregnant. I, like, what's more wrong misinforming than that? But but listen, but I, I'll take it a step further by telling you, I don't care if either are wrong. I don't care if either are right. You can say it's up one to me one. to turn off I'm the, saying the, the channel. you should not. No one should be able to say you can't say it. Yeah. That is the problem that I'm having. And I'm like, when are we as a country going to say, yo, the heck with this, man. I'm well, done with this nonsense. There's there's a, a, a one of the um, fantasy football things I'm a part of on on uh what is it called on um ESPN? No, on Facebook. Okay. It's freaking gnat flying around driving me nuts. Yeah, I just saw it. But um it's uh let me see if I can find the notification. It's a some lady, she was she was like, "Okay, you know, uh, I'm not sure if this is okay, but um damn, we actually saw it this morning. She's asking, she's like, "I want to dress my kid up for um as Patrick Mahomes for Halloween, you know, I'm concerned for, uh, yeah, she's like, I'm not sure if this is okay, but I want to sign my kid up. I'm like, what's not okay about it? He's a professional athlete. Kids look up the athletes. But I'm saying, what was her, what was her concern? She didn't say why. She just said, I'm like, if anyone says that, tell them to F off, you know, and that was it. And she, LOL, and a bunch of other people did too. 
But it's like, hold on a second. You're, you're, because then I saw people on there, they're, um, a New York Times or one of these, I might do another in the lion's den thing where they're talking about, you know, you don't need to dress up as a priest. You don't need to dress up as an Indian. You need to have dreadlocks. Dress up in your kid, you know, how are you supposed to dress your kids up? And one parent's like, well, I don't want my 12-year-old dressing like a slutty cop. And she doesn't want to be a princess. So if she wants to dress up like Pocahontas or wants to dress up like something, she's going to. You know, if the costumes were better, sure. But they're crappy. They're li- either little kids or they're slutty. There's nothing in, in between. Mm-hmm. My daughter's not a slut, but she's not a little kid. So if I want to dress her in anything, I'm going to dress her in it. Leave me the hell alone. And I was like, bro, good for you. Thumbs up, yeah. all that stuff. It goes back to when are we going to say, hey, yo, you're moving, a, you, you're, you're pushing a little too yeah. far, and now I'm going to start pushing I back. I saw something else on there. It was like, how come, how come the 99% of us keep cowering to the 1%? I'm like, dude, you tell me, because I'm with you 100%. Tell these people to shut the hell up. In her interview with local ABC7 on Thursday, uh, Ms. Guzman said parents who didn't affirm their children's choice of gender identity could incur CPS charges that might cause harm to the parents' employment. She added that she wanted to do this to counter the transgender student policy recently released by the Virginia Education uh, Department of Education. The draft policy requires public schools to acquire written parental consent yeah. before treating a student as a different gender. Children are scared. Well, I'm, I'm done there. Yeah. So listen, here in, in Virginia, you have a Democrat who's introducing a bill that basically says... If you get in the way of your child wanting to transition, and and listen, the operative word in this statement is child, minor. Yeah. If you get in the way, we can bring charges against you. We can bring charges against you. Yeah, they're gonna call child protective services, all that stuff. And listen, go to go to our our um a quick reel on on Instagram. There's a three part thing I did on. YouTube, the reason for this transgender stuff, what Steve pointed out, if your kid can, if you get in the way of your kid making a decision to want to be transgender and the way of your eight-year-old getting in the way of them being able to say, I want to change genders, in my opinion, it is because they're pushing this pedophile stuff. If you can say, I'm eight years old, I can switch my gender, then you can say I'm eight years old, I want to have a, a, a sexual relationship with a guy who's 35. That's what this is about. If your kid can say, yes, I can change genders, then yes, I can choose to date someone 40 times my age. That's what it's about. It's put, and, and I said it in there because you guys are sitting there with this rallying cry, yeah, be you, be trans, live your best life. Great. Hey, go date eight-year-olds when you're 40. Wait, what? No, you already got your rallying cry. You're already backing them up. Live you, be free. Let me let me be tell who you your why true self. I love what Billy is saying, bro. Right that's now. what it's out because there Because we're for. getting to the place, and we need to get to the place where we no longer look at the attack that's in front of us. I mentioned that in the video. I go. Steve talks about all the time. You have an abortion for whatever. Okay, it makes sense at this time. But where's the end game? The end game is we have kids out of the womb with the umbilical cord attached, hey, do you want to terminate pregnancy? Yeah. Nobody thought it would get there. Yeah, go ahead. But that's where the move is. That's where we are. So you're telling people, because I watched this video, again, go watch it. It's called, I don't know, Maps or something. It's on on our YouTube channel and on Rumble as well. If she's talking about, you know, acceptance. So we tell people, 
30, 40 years ago. Now, again, I'm not saying it's, it's right or wrong. You, people are in the closet for being homosexual. Come out. There's nothing wrong with it. There's a stigma around it. People are changing. You know, I'm going to tell my family. People are more open to it. Okay, good. You shouldn't live a scared life. So now they're talking about, well, you know, someone has a, um, they're a pedophile. They have those feelings. How can they live a normal life? How can they go tell their friends, hey, listen, you know, I, I like little kids. It's like, I mean, what do you say to that? To, to me, I look at it as it's, it's an attraction. And I try to keep it at that. The serial killer who doesn't kill anybody is just a guy. The, the, the pedophile who is attracted to little kids, who can keep it at bay, who fights those demons inside, is just a guy. You are, you are the label when you cross, when you cross the line. So, but then you think about the stigma around it. I, we know now, quote unquote, being gay is okay. Tell your friends it's acceptance. But what's the difference between being homosexual and being attracted to little kids? It's just an attraction. So, so what's the answer? You tell me. The, the answer unequivocally is minors versus adults. Yes, that's it's like, the answer. What the heck's wrong with they're you? They're innocent. It's like, little kids but don't know. But, but listen, but by them saying, I'm going to take your argument a yeah, step go, further go. by saying that by them, um, not only are they trying to normalize pedophilia, but the way they're trying to normalize pedophilia through transgenderism is by saying there's no much, there's no such thing as adults anymore. Yeah. That's what they're trying to say. Yeah, anyone because, can so, do this. So guess so. what? An eight, not only can an eight-year-old decide what sex they are, but they can decide if they want to have sex. Yeah. And only can they decide what they want to have sex. Hey, you know what? You can probably vote. Why not vote at eight years old? I yeah. mean, literally, you can actually go down the Run map and it, see what's going to happen. You can see what they're trying to do. Yeah. It's, it's absurd. And we have to, we the people, we have to say, like, what the heck? No. Yeah. Get the heck back. And if you want to call it a conspiracy, think about what we're talking about. If you're telling an eight-year-old you can change your gender, why couldn't you tell an eight-year-old who they want to date? If they're if you're saying you can go and do this, then why couldn't you say you you can't vote because you don't need an ID to vote? They're they're, they're trying to force that. Little kids don't have IDs, mm-hmm. so is it a leap to think that whether you want to admit to it or not, whether you think it's right or not, the question is: Is it a leap to think if I'm eight years old and I can ach- I can decide to? remove my my uterus and not have kids and have tra- um, hormone injections to become a man, so to speak, then why can't I, an eight-year-old say, well, you know what? This guy thinks I'm cute. I understand he's 41, but he thinks, I, he thinks I'm nice. Why can't they go have the relationship? What is the difference? And listen, You're I'm, empowering, quote-unquote, an eight-year-old to make life-altering decisions. And I'll take it just one step further. And I'll take it one step after that. And say that this, this all this, I, we, we gave you all these likely rolled down the path, like different uh, uh, aggressions or ways that they're going to push this further, where this can go. But you know, ultimately, ultimately where they want to take this, where the kids belong to the state. Yeah. That's ultimately like, not just the kids, but we, the people, belong to the government. Not the gov- not the government by the people, for the people, but the government, uh, the, the people exist because of the government, yeah. for the wishes of the government, not the other way around. And that's where they're heading with this. So open up your eyes. 
And listen, have these conversations, man. We're, we're beyond the point of like, you keep your politics to yourself. Have these conversations and you need to let people know, like, is this really what you want? Because this is absurd. This you is freaking people went, absurd. You went nuts when I posted those memes about the pedophile and the trans. That this is the move they're trying to do. They're using this to set up that. Oh, you conspiracy. I'm like, listen, say what you want. I'm just tell me, tell me that you can't make the correlation. No, it's absurd. Name calling, name calling. No, no. Is it? Can you see if you make an eight-year-old say yes to this? Why would you not let them say yes to that? Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's wrong. And th- just give me an answer. Just give me a legitimate. That's all don't, I want. Don't give me name but, calling. So, give me a legitimate answer. Um, I, I, uh, before I had something to, set up to say about that, it's also we'll, we'll jump right back on the conspiracy theory. Abortions, you know, taking out little kids, killing the future. Let's let's approve eight, ten year, um, forty year olds to like little kids prepubescent, which means girls haven't had their period yet. So that's you can't disgusting. you can't procreate. Oh, goodness, yeah. So we're having another way to have less kids. Right. I mean that's that's a stretch. But if things you know they they are pushing things to have less population, you could say. So why not allowing a forty year old to like a little kid who's not had her repro- her um, period yet to have reproduce be okay? Because once she Gets of, of age, they're like, oh, no, I don't like her anymore. It's prepubescent. I mean, again, that's a long shot, but we know they're, they're population control weirdos. Yeah. Why would this be something wrong? And then you said something else. I, I, I'm blanking right now what you said, but um, I had a thought on that. too. What did you just say about that anything? The, that, they were, that the kids would be the water. Oh, no, state. yeah. They're talking about, you know, okay, well, you know, our teachers are our, our most viable thing, Pre, pre-K kids and all this stuff. They're our most underfunded we need more better for the teacher so they're already pushing that the teachers are the most important thing in your kids lives they have you work in two jobs to make sure you yeah, can maintain so, so not only your kids are there for eight hours for school you have but then pre-care they're after, after care yeah your teachers the most important thing so you're going to let your kids stay there all the time 12 hours a day because you got to work two jobs or three jobs you got even a two-parent income you're both working eight ten hours a day mm-hmm. you see your kids sparingly so of course you put your kids in in a system that is brainwashing them across the board. Uh, uh, just to give you a little anecdote on that, Jeff was telling me about this, and I actually experienced this myself. You may have with mm-hmm. your kids, but Jeff's grandson, is, I think he's eight or nine years old. Yeah. And I remember he said that he was having a conversation with him, and this and the grandson, which is a very smart kid. I mean, really, really smart. When they were having a conversation, the the grandson was like, "Granddad, you're wrong." Mm-hmm. And, and 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 Jeff's like, what do you mean I'm wrong? I mean, I got you by, you know, yeah. 50 years. What do you mean I'm wrong? And he said, well, you know, my teacher said so. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and so Jeff already realized that, crap, it's already happening where this person has more authority to say certain things yeah. than we do as parents. And I actually experienced that a little bit with my kids when they were coming up. I don't know, have you experienced it with Liam at all? Not yet. Okay. Liam well, keeps to himself. We ask him questions. He, okay. does, he doesn't have homework anymore. Okay. He don't know what they're doing in school. He asks him, oh, we did this, we did that, we did this. All right, hey, are they teaching you any crazy liberal ideologies? Like, that's the only thing I can ask him because he doesn't bring anything home for me to check. Right. So I asked him, like, Man, what do you, that, you know, what are you doing? That could be intentionally No, dude. and I told well, him. actually. I've met, I mentioned that to him before. Like, did how they, come did he have the, homework before? Up until about sixth grade, he did. Okay. Right before the pandemic, they had homework all, all the time. Now, okay. since then, they keep everything in-house. Listen, last thing I want to say, because you mentioned abortion. Kanye West mentioned this in his interview, and he said that there are more black babies. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm going to say? I know you say. Yeah, okay. I read that clip. There are more black babies being aborted in New York than there are being given birth. Yeah. Let let that marinate for a second. Even if you're pro pro choice, 
let that merit like is that where really where you wanted this pro choice to go where they could be where you can take a demographic and say in this demographic we're going to kill more babies are going to die than be born is that okay with you i mean you? thinking about the people pushing it the the tolerant and for the people democrats they are they are pushing for you to be able to go kill your babies and essentially die out your race these people who care about you are the ones are the ones putting you giving you and again they're going to say we just fought for it. We we oh gave you goodness. the right. Yes. We didn't make you do it. We didn't make you a you know go in the negative as far as babies born versus babies lost. So it happens to be no big deal. Okay. And again, the Republicans are racist. Oh man, you got me on my soapbox, man. I'm gonna try go to for I'm, it, bro. I'm trying to stay on no, here too soap long. No, soap it up, man. We we're open all day today. We got about <laughs> but, 15 minutes but, total, so but, go. But but what he just said, right? I and I said this earlier, like last year when we first started, I, and I was like, Democrats are the most racist people that I know. And I'm not trying to turn people off. I'm not trying to be a hater. But I'm telling you, man, if if, if you if on, in a vacuum and I did not know the person that was speaking was white or black at all, but you just gave me what they believed in, I would tell you these are racist policies. The whole idea of pro-choice is a racist policy. Margaret Sanger is the one who... who <laughs> Oh, my goodness, man. Keep it together. I know, I know, I know. She, in the early 1900s, uh, uh, who, who was uh, a segregationist, who was a racist, and to me, one of the more prominent white supremacists of the time, wanted to get rid of black people, wanted to get rid of minorities. She wanted good genes, and she wanted to figure out a way of legally, or not even just legally, but... Um, uh, having self-destruction where, where she can convince us to destroy ourselves rather than having someone else destroy ourselves. And she came up with this whole concept of Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood was born out of her ideology. And now, fast forward, who are the, what, what group of people are the most disenfranchised and the most affected by abortion? But black people. They they went out there and pushed, you know, depend on the government, be single, you don't need a man, you don't need any of that. And it was rejected by by a few different cultures, but black people, for the most part, hung to it. it. Just sucked and, it and, in. And to your point, now looking now, 30, 40, 50 years later, you can't take the kid, freedom of this, we're going to depend on the government, but you, can't, you can get some money if you have kids, but if you have too many, it's going to be a problem. So now we're, just, we're, we're picking and choosing which ones you get to keep and which ones you don't. If you have a black friend... Have them listen to this clip. Have them listen to this portion and have them call in 954-358-9040 to give a rebuttal to what we're saying. Because I really, truly want to hear the other side of this argument. From, not from a passionate side, not from an emotional side, from but from a more of us are dying than are being born are you okay with that? Do you do you not see the intrinsic racism in that? Do you not see that they're trying to they're coming for you and they're trying to stomp you out? How is it in the last fifty without, years? Without even doing without anything. Without even, even doing it. Listen, within the last 50, 50 years, we haven't grown at all. Our 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 blacks proportion um, to the population has not grown at all. So they're in the keep, last so fifty years. So they're keeping you a minority to make sure they can a p- p- keep minority. Minority, perpetual minority. Weird how they how they have you a, a tr- they give you the ability, quote unquote, to have the freedom to choose what you want to do, and they promote minorities. So here you could be growing, you could be, be get you know more population. You could you could have the next black president. You know all these things, all the what ifs and possibilities. But they are, they are keeping you a minority by telling you you have the freedom to do what you want. And I never forgot when 
um, what's his name, Obama, there was like some sort of, um, there was some sort of uh, Margaret Sanger anniversary. I can't even remember what happened. Maybe 100 years after she died or something like that. And he actually, from the White House, like honored her. Yeah. And and when he did, I was like, "You are such a sellout." You like like like, and the people don't even understand how much of a sellout you are because yeah. they don't know their history that you would dare use your pulpit to honor someone who who was dead set against your race. If it was for her, you would never even get the chance to be president. Well, the old man talks about like uh, Hollywood. You you're 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 liberal first because a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood. So they should be upset with what's going on in Israel, what's, 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 what's going on in the world as far as um, Israeli and Jewish uh, religion and whatnot. But they're liberal first. Right. So they don't care about their heritage. So you look at elitists. There's no longer black or white. They're the elitists. We're, we're just things. So he doesn't care that, that he's selling out black people. Right. He's selling out the things because, because that got him elected. Not, he's not black anymore. Now, no, he's an elitist. Now he's an elitist. He's an elitist. He, he all, leads with that. Yeah, they're all said. That's, that's, that's where listen, they go first. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. That's where they go first, man. So listen, I know we got a couple of minutes left. I want to talk. I want to touch on politics real quick. Two, two you big mean we things. haven't touched on politics? Well, well we talking about, that was open. I didn't think we talked talk on politics. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was listening to a guy. His yes. name is Dr. Turley. I don't know how he came across my feed. Mm-hmm. In fact, let me say this real quick. I truly believe that YouTube has been suppressing uh, not just our content, but in general. I think they because I just now am seeing Larry Elder is coming across my feed. Yeah. I was like, hold on a second. That is true. It's very obvious what I listen to, what I watch. How is it that now, yeah. a year later, Larry Elder is coming across my feed? And this is new guy that I'm watching. His name is uh, Dr. Turley, Steve Turley. And he's like, politics. So you know, like, when I, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's like straight to the vein when I watch that guy, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was saying that all the, he said, listen, do not listen to what the pundits are saying. He's saying, he said this, that, Republicans are no longer answering polls, like especially rural Republicans. Yeah, and he said that we've he, mentioned that before. But but but, but he, he gave a lot more information, gotcha, right? Yeah. He was saying like yeah, we in, speculated like there's right people who take polls are not the ones you think are taking the polls. Right. Yeah. So in now he said first of all polls in general lean left just in general because posters are left you know and the way they phrase the question all that yeah. stuff so it leans left and then. They get most of their answers from uh, the cities, from from condensed areas, which always leans left. Yeah, it's when you when you can't get a, a an accurate pulse of what's happening in sub, in suburbia or in the rural areas. That's why that's why you have to say factor factor errors because you know you got to weigh it a little heavier on the conservative side because you already know it's leaning very yeah. heavy to the left. Okay, but he was saying that in the midterms that just passed twenty twenty. We pu- the the polls were telling you that it was a six percent positive for Democrats. Okay. Like just on a uh, generic ballot, it was plus six for Democrats. And yet, the Republicans did exceptionally well. The Republicans gained seats doing this plus six for Democrats, yeah. which tells you that the margin for error was at least plus six, yeah. right? Negative six, right? At least. Yeah. So it's not even. So now. The, the ballots are showing you that Republicans are like plus four or five. Mm-hmm. So it's like if if we gained when we were in, 
at the negative. Yeah. And now we're at the positive, and we already know Republicans gain answering. Oh, forget about it. It's one of he said that this is going to be one of those elections where if he said first of all it's going to be a generational change, a generational shift in the House. But if the Senate, if the Senate goes to Republicans, if they and he says like right now it's looking like 53, 52 to fifty four seats in the Senate. Okay. If that happens, the Republicans are going to hold the Senate and and listen they they know they know things that I don't know right. I'm yeah, just going to yeah, tell you yeah. what he says. They're going to be able to hold the Senate for at least ten years. So we're talking about a generational change, right? A generational seismic shift that's about to happen. And and it's going to be – and the real reason this is happening is because not just the Republicans, because the Republicans are the Republicans. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. But now this big tent that we're talking about, like that Dave Rubin always talks about, yeah. it's actually happening where you have Democrats who are Democrats. Like I, I am a liberal, yeah. but I'm telling you right now that this crap that's going on right here, I am not going to accept. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm coming over. I'm switching my vote, and I don't care how much damage it does. Yeah, because liberals, freedom, do your choice, You know, be, be happy, be this, that, and the other. It's not – mutilate little kids it's not you know block out the sun because there's too much uv rays it's, it's not, not getting rid of your, it's meat it's not killing a baby yeah, it's nine not months, non-stop you know abortion right, exactly. it's like no we want you to be able to do what you want we want to be able to save the earth not okay not shut down everything we need to have a car work and force us to buy this no we're not about that we're about the long-term effect for the long-term changing like they the liberals are extremists they want it now they don't want to wait and most of these democrats see it. like listen i'm for that but as the progression goes, not screw everything, burn it to the ground and start over again. We can't have that. And that's and that's what they're that's pushing. What that's what we're seeing. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, no, nah, man, I'm sorry. We're, we're for this. Like I said, the best thing that can happen to, in my opinion, you get Trump for four years, go scorch earth, blow up, you know, whatever. That's then funny. you get DeSantis in there for the next eight you know, years. Eight years right. And then we can go back to regular Republican, Democrat, back and forth. Not this world economic stuff trying to take over our country to join the mindless, you know, socialisms in around the world. Like that's the but what they're trying to get us to, and it's a problem. So a couple of things you just said. One is that there needs to be a reset in the Democratic Party. A hundred percent. There has to be reset. Political in general needs to be a reset. Right. But but for sure, the Demo- where where the Democrats have gone right now yeah, yeah, is yeah. so extreme. Yeah. It's like you can't even think about it. Like ten years ago. <laughs> When you talk about ancient history in America, all you got to do is go back five or ten years because yeah. there are things that we're doing now that weren't even thinkable ten years ago. And that's mm-hmm. ancient history. So they've gone so far, so fast, that it has to be reset. And it may have to take a, a butt-whipping, like what should be happening in, in, in November, in order for it to shake it up. But yeah. I don't even know if that's enough. Because these guys are so... They're not backing off. Now, hold on. I, I read a little bit of that article about uh, Virginia where they want to... Um, where they want to uh, put that mandate out there where if you don't affirm your kid that you can be brought yeah, up on yeah. charges. They pulled back. Like, the, the head, the minority party head of uh, the Virginia House basically told her, get that get that crap out of here. And he, a Democrat, right? Yeah. But when you when you read into it, basically the reason you say get that crap out of it is like, dude, don't you understand that this is you can't be obvious about no, it? No, no, don't you understand the midterms around the corner? Don't you understand that we're doing bad? You need yeah. to relax, man. Let, let's okay, go. Yeah. Let's get through the well, midterm yeah, so half and right. then we bring You're it back. You're being too upfront about it. Yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't have this. Yeah, that once was we, the time. Yeah, right. once we get in there, we take control. Then, we then we're back it. to being crazy. Exactly. For two years, they've had no recourse, so they've been nuts, or for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, we we went balls to the wall for a year and a half with crazy. 
Now we got to tighten it up so we can show people, see how bad it was? We're the new Democrats. We're here to switch it up. We're here to do better. Oh, yeah, gas is coming down. Oh, yeah, this is inflation. Oh, yeah, they're, they're changing. Oh, yeah, Democrats hold the House. There goes all the crazies all the crazy. again. That's and, what they're doing. But listen, here's the thing. I mean, we have the, we have the meme on, I think Biden said, don't release the oil till after the midterm. After the midterm. I mean, come on, listen, bro. But here's the thing, guys. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. We're not. T- now, look, you know I'm a, a staunch Christian, right? And you know that there's things that I'm totally against, right? But I'm not against the person's right to be transgender. I'm not against the person's right to be gay. I am not against that at all. I'm not a. I'm just telling you that the extremes that so if you're a person saying like uh, Billy and Steve, man, you guys, man, are transphobic. You guys are homophobic. I'm saying, no, we're not scared of these people. We're not, not saying they can't exist. We're not saying off with their heads. We're just saying, don't push those freaking ideas on us and make it so there's a mandate that yeah. we have to accept it. That's the extreme part of this. And if you can, and we, we're just asking you, please see that. Can you see that you don't have to hate, but still say that we can't do this, that this is, this is going way too far. But listen, going back to uh, Trump, I want to say this real quick. Yeah. Um, Megan Kelly said, "If I think Megan Kelly, you know who I'm talking about. She, I, I saw do. her. I saw her being interviewed, and she and the and Dave Rubin is all in. He's 100 percent on on board with DeSantis running for president, right? And most she's, people are. And she said this. She said, if Trump runs for president, DeSantis does not have a chance. Period." To win the win the ticket. I agree. And I wanted to know how you feel about that. I agree with you. I I 100 understand it because the logical. I mean, I'm going to vote for Trump hands down if he runs. So if it, so, you're telling me, DeSantis, yeah, Trump, because I think it's going to be Trump. I think with Trump's willingness to do, if he does what he said, expose the, is much more important than anything we need right now. Okay. To show that the people running this country, the wrecking ball, are for themselves and nobody else is mm-hmm. more important than any, than anything there needs to be said. But if people. Like the Joe Rogans, Tulsi Gabbard, Bill Maher, all these people. The they, ones, won't, they won't vote for Trump. No, but they, they are very okay with DeSantis because he's he has that. He, they look at COVID. I mean, listen, they, they, they lambasted him for, for um, um, COVID, but state was fine. Right. No problems. They shut California down, and they were, they were on par with everything. Like, right. what, freedom was good. So, you know, they didn't, they didn't starve out their people. They didn't overtax them. They didn't make them stay home. They lived the life and nothing happened. They're for that kind of stuff. Bill Maher, no matter what, won't vote Republican, in my opinion. He, he won't do it. So not even for DeSantis. I don't even think it's for DeSantis. But you do believe that a Tulsi Gabbard... Tulsi and, Gabbard, uh, I think, and, well, even Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan says would it. Vote for but he said, even last time, because I didn't vote for Biden or for... I vote, he voted for Gary Johnson. You know, again, he goes, but he goes, I didn't like either one of these guys, but I'm not going to not vote. He goes, he goes, he he wants, he's hung up on why is there only a two party system? And to you and I, the answer is very simple because the, the liberals do not allow for another party. They will not let you go out and free think and do it. The Republicans, independent, predominantly conservative, libertarian, predominantly conservative, the Reform Party, predominantly conservative, all of these take away from the conservative mindset. If anyone steps in line with the liberals, whoa, 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 no. Let me, let Get me, back in there. I, but I, listen, but I have a, a stronger argument about a two, uh, why is a two-party two system. Number one, George Washington greatly opposed yeah. having more than a two-party system. And, and, and most of the democracies around the world are, well, I think are, have multi multi yeah. parties. I think people just bring that up as something to say because but, the candidates but they, each but they year don't, they don't understand it. No, they right? don't because I think like, each year it's always the same thing. 
These are the only two. These are the two. That's it. No matter who it's who it's there, they all say the same thing. Only these two. But listen, but they have a right. We the the ones who say only these two, they're not saying only these two in terms of uh because there is only a, a two party system. Yeah. They're saying like, hold on a second. How did we how do we get to the point where it was only these two? Like it, it just as Republicans, how do we get to the point where it was only this person? Yeah. Like weren't there an array of people that yeah. I could have chose? Which they, which and they this do. is the only person that we that we got. Yeah, but they're all up there. You have to vote for them in the multiple primaries. They've got to gain your, right. your so, trust. So the point about that is that but 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 I want to say this. The system, the 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 um uh, how do you call them? The politicians are there forever. What do they call them? The, uh, career, politicians. the career politicians. The career politicians, they have a system in place where they, they really jockey and push people along so that we really don't have a choice. Yeah. It's a choice between two evils, and, and, and both sides are okay with it. Yeah. That's where when Trump came, he broke the mold because the, the, the career politicians did not want Trump. No, they, uh, they, he was anything but what they Listen, wanted. Career politicians, not Democrats, not yeah. Repo- the all of them did not want he Trump. Posed the biggest threat to their cushy lifestyle. Period. They, they, in fact, I would tell you the Republicans rather have Hillary than have Trump. Yeah, I'm telling you, the this. elitist Hear ones me especially because they they want to have everything go as they were going. So going to your point about having Trump come back in for four more years. I, I definitely believe, just like I said, that we need a reset for the democratic system. We need a reset when it comes to our government. We need to, like you said, bring the government well, back listen, to the people. We can see and it. he's the wrecking ball. Trump, he's on his way out here. He's almost 80 years old. He's yeah. ready to say, listen, I'm going I'm going to be a kamikaze plane, yeah. and I'm going to just like destroy everything on my way out. Yeah, like Biden is destroying America purposely for, their own, for the liberals and the elitist personal gain. Trump will come in here to destroy the politicians who are destroying America. And that's what people need to realize. He's not hurting America. There's nothing you can tell me. Not, there's not one person, you know, I, I mean, living that is this. I mean, maybe Kim, Kim Jong-un, who is this evil of a person. <laughs> like, is Trump that bad where they still, they, they are at him? Be, Sam Harris, do you can show me dead bodies in, in, yeah, in uh, I'm not Biden's basement? I'm still I'm gonna still. I'm still gonna side with Biden over Trump. What has this guy done, or what threat does he pose that they are willing to ignore every law ever put forth because they simply cannot have them in there? And don't tell me, oh, because he's racist, oh, because of the nope. insurrection. Nope. Don't tell me Sub that no, nobody, Sub-defuge. nobody, that shit dies off. It goes away. Well, you guys got me in, in the moment here cussing. <laughs> I didn't even hear you. What'd you say? I, I said shit, I think. Okay. But it's what happens, bro. Like, right. they they are doing everything. They get this guy out. Why do you keep siding with them? What does he have? Well, he took some documents out. And he says something stupid. Oh, Trump said you can declassify with his mind. Hey, listen, it's not the smartest thing in the world to say. Rise above the fray, guy. But yeah, our why system, are you so against this our guy? Our system is broken. It needs to be demolished. It needs to be broken. Our, listen, our FBI, they're enemies of the state. Yeah. I, I, listen, I have no, I, I, I say this tongue-in-cheek, but I'm dead serious about this. We could get hauled off and put in handcuffs because of the things that we're saying. Yeah. Like, that's that's who our FBI are. I mean, anything. If you go against the narrative, they're saying we have the right to persecute you. They're persecuting Kanye West. They're, they're persecuting. They, they want to persecute parents who who d- want CRT out of their schools. They want to persecute parents who are, are not down with this whole mic, uh, um, this um, uh, gender affirming crap. They enemies of yeah, the state they're deeming it needs you, to be broken you're, you're misinformed if you go on twitter fundamentals. or on these on these social media sites and say no nah, man boys are boys girls are girls that's misinformation but you can go find 
Twitter of any any ISIS, any Al-Qaeda member, that, those are still around, any terrorist saying death to America, they won't show the beheading, but you're allowed to wish death and harm on anybody. But if you go and say, you know, man, I think ESG is nonsense. Kanye has a right to say what he wants. Trump's a good guy. You're out of here. You're shadow banned or you're kicked off. There's nothing you can do. Two things I want to say real quick. One, going back to the multi-party system, most governments around the world are multi-party, but what happens is... If, when you have a multi-party system, you have to form, form a coalition yeah. with these different parties to, in order to govern. But then ostensibly what you have is a one-party system. Yeah. So once the election is over, the party, that's in, the party that's in charge, there's no stopping them from doing whatever they want to do. And I am totally against the Republicans having all the, part, uh, all the power, just as I'm totally against yeah. the uh, Democrats having all the power. If you so got a rival why, for a few years, I'd rather the, no, I'd no. Rather the Republicans I, I, have it. I'm, yeah. I'm with it. Break it. Break it. You break it. Break it. Exactly. You need people to balance out the break other it. one. Break it until until it's broken. I then mean, we look, can bring that's it back what Trump is again. doing. Trump is back and say generational change. Young free thinkers who want the best for the people they represent, not for themselves. And everyone who has that mindset, let's say there's five of them. They get into the machine, they get shook around, they come out as a robot. We, you know, we, they start saying the same thing over and over again. Again, one of my favorite Family Guy clips, they're saying all the things we're listening to. That's all they're saying. They're saying nothing, but we hear them. Trump is getting, what, 100 plus he has back that's one versus not or 70 something. All of them are going to be, could be get in there. So the odds of them getting into the machine and being brainwashed by the 50, the 50 who are there and the five that go in, 70 are going to go in or, or 45 will go in and five old will stay there. They're going to be spun around and kicked out. And kicked out. So if you get my analogy, the, the more is going in of the free thinker than the old establishment, which is what Trump is doing, getting all these new politicians in. No longer will you go into politics for the people and come out for yourself, you'll go in for the people and stay for the people. That's what he's trying to do. So this last thing I want to say is about Tulsi Gabbard. Did you watch any of her? I know you told me you were watching that video throughout yeah. the week. So you got you got a good sense of who she is? For the most part, yeah. So I was I was reading an article on Fox, and I read the article. It was about Tulsi Gabbard leaving. And then, I don't know why I do this because I never do this. I started reading the comments at the end, right? And... Man, so many I'm people. Inter- were- I'm interested if you saw a specific comment. Oh, do you, from- I didn't comment. No, okay. just a, a, a sentiment that some people have. Yeah, they're blasting. They're blasting Gabbard, right? Why? Because, and and this is. I'm glad you asked that question because she came out and said she's leaving the Democratic Party, right? But she's not a Republican. And one of the 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 one comment that I read that w- that salient that made sense to me was like, listen. Here are her policies. Go check out her policies, and then you're gonna understand why she like she's a Manchurian candidate. So I went to Tulsi Gabbard's website. Mm-hmm. I went to her Wikipedia, and I read up on her. And she is far from a Republican. She, yeah. she she would never, at least the Republican Party that I know of, she could never even hold office as a Republican. Mm-hmm. Okay. I say this to say, and really, I, there's so much I could talk about, but I know we don't have much time, so I'm gonna just leave it here. There's two things specifically that leaps out at me. One is that as a Democrat, she was um, uh, pro-life when she was first coming up in in, the, in her ranks in Hawaii. Yeah. And she was pro-traditional marriage. Then she went to the military and went overseas. Mm-hmm. And after two tours overseas, she changed her stance on both. Okay. And the reason she changed her stance on both was because she said— 
and, and you brought this up multiple times. Yeah, you want to be gay? Take your habit behind over to Afghanistan and say you want to be gay. Yeah. With your gay pride and see what happens yeah, to see you. What happens you to know you. what I'm saying? And your family. Yeah, you want to do you all, all this liberal answer. stuff? Go into these countries yeah. and then we'll see if you can if that, if that can happen. So anyway, because she she was over there and she saw just how abusive these people in power were towards women. Yeah. It it, it shook her. And she's like, no one should have this kind of power over women. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, she changed her policies on both. Okay. Which which the pro-life, the pro-choice, or even whatever she she did, like, I, you don't get to change your policy because over there, you know, pro-life, I don't approach, I don't know, they're they're savages over there. Right. Over here, you can still feel the same thing because you can still be pro-life, but understand what's going on medically it's like over there it's uh, um however their policies are the best way i can put it you have no saying in as the person if they want you to have an abortion you have one right they'll kill you to kill the baby here you can still be pro-life but understand someone's pro-choice you have the freedom to do that we we are for lack of a better term we have a society over here (laughs) you know what i mean like we have a, a that way sounds of so life. condescending, but it's so true. Yeah, like, and that's right. what people fail to realize. We're, you can we're still civilized. Want, we're, we're civilized. There we're you civilized, go. Right. You can still want these things, and then you can still understand the opposition because we're civilized. We are not going to give you the abortion by cutting off the mother's head because we don't like how she dressed. Right. And so, you know what I mean? And so to be clear about her abortion stance, where, where she was pro-life, now I think she's like 15 weeks or something yeah. like that. She's, you know, somewhere in the norm it's where— still, It's still right, right. relatively a, a functional but, but, thought. But, but she was— Totally yeah. against it at one point, and now she's like, yo, we got to be able to give room because I've seen the other side. Yeah. I've seen how extreme this could be. But again, remember that we're not them. We're not. We have we have civilization. So we're civilized actually, I'm human very people. surprised of your response because I, I think that was a very thoughtful response that because you Because it's, you can, it's choice. That's right. all it is. You know, we, I can understand why you think all life is precious. I get it. I don't, I don't agree with, I, I agree with the statement, but I don't agree with the dictating of someone's body, but I 100% understand why you think that, and that's f- fine by me. Have your thought. Right. I'm not going to go march in the street or stab you in the face because I don't like your thought. Right. You know, no, man, have it. It's America. We're the, civilized. The, we can have ideas. The reason I'm bringing this up is to, um, and listen, and she is, um, she's actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She's campaigning for a Republican in New Hampshire. She's actually uh, going out that stuff, yeah. and, and campaigning for him. I mean, there's a lot of close races. In fact, a Democrat pundit said this. He said, any race that's close, give it to the Republicans. Did you see the guy from Nike? Nike, he... Oh, yes. In, like, uh, Port- who, in Oregon? Oregon. Yeah. Like, come on. Super liberal, super liberal corporation, yeah. super liberal state. Listen, we're tired of, of people destroying Portland and having no no say in anything. Like the he he endorsed the independent and and, then, and the and right, the Republican. Three and a half minutes towards the yeah, independent. Just to yeah. make sure we get rid of the Democrat who's there. Like people, what else do you need to see? These they're endorsing everybody, not a Democrat. The Democrats are. On the, the other, liberals on are. On the same note about Oregon, did you see did you hear what happened with like I think eight counties voted to succeed? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, no, I didn't oh see goodness. that. Holy crap! Yes. No, I didn't see yeah, that. No, man. So you have uh, where are they going to go? Washington uh, or California? Uh, I, I, Iowa. 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 Idaho. Idaho. All right. Idaho. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask. The north, yeah. south, east, yeah, yeah. or uh, Idaho. Yeah, right yeah. next door. Right next door. So there's ten <laughs> counties, and there's two, wow. and there's two more that have it on the ballot. Now, listen. Holy crap! I know. I mean, this is how. Ext- 
Think about how crazy that is. That they're like, yo, we don't want to be part of Oregon anymore. No, listen, we said it. We said we're going to have East America and West America. You're going to have your your North and your South, your cold and your mountains and your beaches and your stuff. Right. It's going to split down the Mississippi because there's more land to the West, but more population to the East. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, and it's going to split, you know? And if you, whatever side you're on, you have to move to the other side per your political belief. Right. This is one of our very first things we talked about. People thought we were nuts. You know, and it was something I talked about. It's a far thought. But this is a very small kernel of, listen, man, <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't deal with these people anymore. We, right. need to, we need to get out of here. Now, listen, you're talking to guys who— 10.07. Okay. I know you got a time. Uh, oh, my goodness. I got to go. I, what happened to the alarm? I didn't hear the alarm go it off. It went off because we were still oh, going. Oh, okay. So, so I, we got to go. I'm going to end it with this. Listen, you're talking to two guys who believe in a two-party system who believe that we need to have a democratic voice. Because I do not believe the Republicans get it all right. I do not believe it. But we need two parties that are heading in the same direction. And one side might say, we can head in that direction doing it this way. And the other side might say, well, we can do it that way. But at least we're going in the same direction. Right now, we have a party that's totally lost its way. They're going in a direction that, what what are you doing? We talk about it. Democrats, Republicans would run to the stop sign. One would walk, one would skip. Now the Democrats, the liberals, they're they're running backwards to the left. Mm-hmm. They're not even looking at the stop sign anymore. Who knows what they're doing? Yeah. Well, I will end and they will come back to it. I just wanted to know about the your comments that you saw. A lot of people that I saw about Tulsi Gabbard, uh, don't buy into it, man. She's a plant from the from the yeah. World yeah. Economic Mat- Forum. When I say maturing, okay, candidate, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. yeah. They're like, listen, man. Once once a GWF, the guy said, always. You know, you're not going to shake it. That's not true. Look at Reagan. She, I can I can give you names. No, but she's right. been this way since the war. Since Syria, she always talks about Syria and the Christians being persecuted over there. Mm-hmm. She's always been this way. So she's not she's not just all of a sudden turned. She's always been against the war policy that the liberals have. Listen, what she call it? She call it the military industrial complex. Complex. Yeah. Which man, we gotta talk about this next time. Yeah. That, that's that's pretty pretty deep. What she's saying, and you're right. She's always been this way. And, and forget it. We gotta talk about Tulsi Cabot. Yeah, yeah, we we'll, can we'll really unpack Tulsi Cabot. That's it, everybody. Episode one nineteen. I full, love that full number. Video on Rumble. We'll have some clips coming up on YouTube. What's the phone number again for the nine five four three five eight ninety forty. Give us, leave us your comments, leave us your rebuttals, leave us your, your reaction. You know, remember, the producer has to sign off on it before we play it on air or re- before oh, we change no, anything. We'll play. We'll, we'll go for it, man. <laughs> but please, we want to hear from you. Please, we want to hear from you. That's it. You guys have a great day. Peace.